All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with our youngest guest on the podcast thus far. He is a sophomore. His name is Ruben Jovell. He is on the Boys Varsity Wrestling Squad. Ruben, how are you today? Uh, I'm great, to be honest. Uh, our first match in one week from now, from today. Pretty excited. We're going against Hicksville. And yeah. Ready to get Can't into wait. it. Yeah. Uh, so this is obviously the first conversation I've had with you. So I'm going to take some time to get you to get to know you first, of course. You have been wrestling since you were in seventh grade. Can you explain to me how the process was when you were first getting a start in your career? Um, so I first got introduced by my cousin, uh, Christopher Go- uh, Christopher Almendares. Uh, he was really an athletic kid since he was born. And he basically got me into MMA and wrestling. And since a very young age, I was exposed to it, but I didn't get to start wrestling until seventh grade. Then I, fit, I met the coach, fit, uh, Mr. Coach Fit Maurice. And he got me really in, uh, interested and intrigued into wrestling. And I just built a relationship with my teammate, my current teammate as well, um, uh, Daniel Martinez. And I wrestled him, wrestled with him to this day. And what is it about wrestling that sets it, up, that sets it apart from other sports? What sets wrestling apart from other sports, I believe, is that it's really a challenge physically and mentally. You can't go into this, uh, into this sport being the strongest and most athletic kid and expect to win every single match. If your brain isn't in the right place, you're not going to go far. And with sports like soccer and basketball, you have teammates to sort of lean on when you're like down or whatever, or when you need some help getting back up on your feet. But with wrestling, it's just you, the referee, the opponent, and the mat. So for you personally, what is it like going through the physical and mental battle with yourself? Well, I, in order to do that, I just lean on my teammates as well. Like, yeah, it is an individual sport. It's just you, the ref, and your teammate. But what goes into it is all the practice hours, all the like the two hours and a half, three hours of practice you put every single day, just working with your teammates constantly, knowing that you're going to prepare as best as possible, just so that when you step on the mat, you're going to unleash and just win the battle. Win the battle. And even with all this hard work that athletes put in, sometimes you have to lose. Yes. And with wrestling, you can't. You. You have to blame yourself sometimes when you lose. It's not yes. like soccer. You can say, oh, it's that person's fault. Or basketball, is that person's fault. So when you do suffer a tough loss, who do you turn to or who do you lean on for help or to pick your head back up? Um, I usually look at my coach, Murph. He just tells me what I did wrong. And then I learn from those mistakes that I made. And I usually go on YouTube. I ask my teammates what I did wrong, what I could have done better. Then I go into the practice the next day and before practice even start, I start drilling with my teammate what I could have done better so that every single day, I can get 1% better just so that at the last day I can be 100% better than the first day I started the season. Yeah, I, could. I definitely feel that. I'm a heavy advocate of doing stuff off the court, off the mat, or off the field, mm-hmm. and knowing that that contributes to the winning and obviously the winning culture that teams build. Yeah. But for you, you are somebody who epitomizes what a true student athlete is. According to your teammates, specifically Daniel Martinez, who you mentioned earlier, you pretty much have nothing but A's on your report card. So how difficult does it get to balance wrestling uh, and school? <laughs> it gets pretty difficult, yeah. Like, uh, this is my first year with AP Seminar, AP World as well. This is my second year with AP World. It gets challenging during this time of year, especially having like long practice hours, finishing at six, getting home like at six ten, six thirty sometimes. It gets challenging, yeah. I have those like two AM I don't know, like 
all-nighters, I guess, sometimes. You ever see yourself melting down? Uh, melting down happened to me, like, last year, once or twice. Yeah, I've gone back from it. I've gone up. I just told myself, if I finish now, I won't have to deal later. And also, speaking of challenges, one of the biggest challenges you've had to encounter is with your weight. And according to teammates, in one calendar year, you went from 170 to 130 in terms of your weight and weight class. As a 200-pound male myself, how did you manage to make such an adjustment? Uh, it really took me 30 days because we had a uh, tournament at Hofstra. It was my first big tournament. It was my first year wrestling in seventh grade, and I wanted to make a challenge. I wanted to make it a challenge myself. That if I can make this weight, that nothing is going to stop me from doing this in the future. So I ran every morning at least three miles and a half. Um, I worked out in the afternoon with my teammates uh, weightlifting. And then at night, I would go to uh, this place, Law. Um, it's a club wrestling place that I would go to Tuesdays and Thursdays from 8 to 9.30 p.m. And how did you change your diet when doing all of those things? Diet? Um, my mom helped me out with this. Like, I would eat oatmeal in the morning to fill me up for, like, a good four hours. Then I would eat some fruits in the, as a snack. Lunch, I would—I forgot what I ate, but, yeah, I would eat broccoli and chicken. At night, I would eat chicken and rice. Um, keeping, like, a balanced diet so I wouldn't eat too much. And, of course, getting there is a challenge, but how hard is it in itself to maintain that status and saying, like, all right, I reached this, I can slack <laughs> off now? Yeah, you get those points. I get those, like, every other Saturday. Like, once uh, I finish a big tournament, like, at 8 p.m., I get home, like, at 9. I just I want to order Chinese food. I want to order this or yeah, that. Absolutely. And just, absolutely. Yeah, but... It is a challenge in itself, but you have to push through it. And throughout your career, you have not only limited yourself in wrestling on Long Island, but in fact, you've taken the opportunity to do clinics and technical wrestling camps across the East Coast. Can you tell me how it feels or what it's like facing off against some of the top wrestlers the region has to offer? It is uh, it is really an eye-opener to see like the potential and talent of other people and like the the talent they possess in other regions. Like I went to North Carolina once, or twice actually. And it's really interesting, I've wrestled this wrestler, I forgot what his name was, but I think it was Christopher. And he was a really athletic kid and he was really capable of doing anything that he wanted to. Like I even spoke to him like off the mat and I could tell that his mind was in the right place. And it really inspired me to do anything I wanted like no matter what and what anyone tells me including my coaches anyone I can do whatever I want to do and it seems like the connections you've made down there are obviously things that you take in your game today yes I, I do and as a wrestler going to these tournaments I know Baldwin hosts a tournament every now and then and in other schools but you don't wrestle straight through you wrestle a match and then you have to sit for about 20-30 minutes and then you have to wrestle another match can you explain how it feels waiting and going through so many matches in one day uh, that is another big challenge as well because like once you finish school sometimes you have a big tournament it starts like at 3.30 you gotta get there really early you gotta start warming up eat a little eat a little bit like a banana or two then you, you just gotta fill up on water as well and also being the first battle of the day is just weighing in and making sure that you made that weight and then the second battle is just in your head and just making sure that you can do whatever like you can win that match and then the next battle is just on the mat you got to prove to yourself and to everyone else that you're going to be your opponent and when you lose a match how do you pick yourself up how do you pick yourself back up knowing that you have another match in another half an hour 
I just, uh, I tell myself that that was a past. I know my mistakes from that match and I know I can fix that. And then I work on it with my teammate as well. Um, right after the match, I'm like, Daniel, can you show me this? What did I do here? Uh, what else did I do wrong? Is there anything I can do to improve that? And that's the right mentality to have. Obviously, with every match, you want to see what you did wrong, what you could do better. Because ultimately, we're, we're just trying to get better. We're just we're just trying to get better as athletes. Yes. And as athletes, every year we go into the next season looking to build on the previous season's performance. What expectations do you hold for yourself this season? Um, I expect myself to, and I know I will qualify for counties. I'll be, and I'll county wrestler how do you think you could achieve such expectations wrestling like non-stop i practice before practice even starts with my teammate drill and then afterwards i stay and just do pull-ups or i ask my coach for like um for new moves that i can do for myself so that like when I, we go into that match we usually have like a set uh, set of moves that people know that we're known for and I asked my coach, what are other moves that you can teach me that I can be better at rather than the moves that we are, we're already taught to know? And speaking of your coach, Coach Murphy, Coach Llewellyn, Janasco, yes. and Coach Stewart, how have they impacted the wrestler you are today? Um, another coach that impacted me today was like Fitz, uh, Coach uh, Fitzmaurice. Like they all just, they have a toll on how I think to this day just the mentality that I have, like how I need to be ambitious. I have to be dedicated towards anything I do. I can't just put a little bit of effort into the things I do and expect to be average and expect to be what I want to be in the future. And obviously, you know you know what you want to do this season and you know what you have to do to get to the point you have to be this season. And now I'm just going to read off a list of schools for you. East Meadow, Herricks, McDarthur, Plainview JFK, and Southside slash East Rockaway. Those are the teams in your conference this year. Yes. What do you think of the list, and how much of a challenge is it going to be to make it to the top of this stack division? It's going to be a challenge, yeah, but we placed uh, top eight last season as well. Uh, MacArthur was our biggest challenge. We, I, I believe that my team and I will beat them this year. I know that. Including the rest of the teams, uh, we versus Hicksville next week, we'll beat them. We'll beat any team on the roster. Do you guys believe that when you guys are – when you guys have your mind in it, when you guys are practicing hard, when you guys are executing everything you're supposed to, that you could beat any team on Long Island. Yes, I do believe that. And speaking of the success you guys have had last season, he graduated last year. Matthew Kong made it the furthest of anybody on the team, ending the season as a Nassau County Championship finalist. What do you have to do this season to possibly mimic that success? Well, um, Matt, he was a really hard worker. I do believe that. He would go on like six mile runs from his house to the harbor and back which was like a six, seven mile run after practice, after that two hours and a half of just working out, constant working, no stopping, he would go for a run. And it really inspires me to start doing that as well. Like um, just going on runs after practicing before, on the weekends when no one else is working, you want to be out there achieving, overachieving. Uh, I'm telling you, I really like your mentality. It's truly something uh, people need to take note of, Thank the you. fact that you know what you want to do and you try to spread that to your teammates around you. That's something special, I tell you. It's going to take you a, far, a long way. But including this year, you have three more years of wrestling left. Yes. When your last match of senior year is decided and over, what do you want the town of Baldwin, your teammates, your coaches, your friends, your family to remember you for in terms of what you, of, in terms of what you did on the mat? Um... In terms of being on the mat, 
just being an all-county, not even an all-county wrestler, a county champion. That's what I strive for by the end of the senior year. And I believe that our team can place first in the counties as a whole. And although you're young, I know you're a sophomore, youngest person to be on the podcast. Can you tell me what your greatest moment in wrestling was so far? Greatest moment in wrestling? That's a tough one. Hmm. Take your time. Oh, I think I know. Uh, my first match coming back from uh, when, once I finished seventh grade and I came back my eighth grade year for wrestling, I lost a, like the dramatic weight loss. I lost like 40 pounds. Just so I won my first match. I worked endlessly just to win that first match, like a whole month of practice before we had our first tournament in Freeport. And I beat the guy like um, I would never go for like anyone's legs because I was too scared. I was too chubby. I didn't want to. Um, I would feel like I would get rolled over. I actually went for it and I succeeded. What do you want your teammates to learn in terms of the grind that you put in to get your weight loss down? To like just stick with it. Like make a plan and stick to that plan. Don't cheat from it. If you cheat, the only person you're cheating is yourself. And that's the mentality to have. All right. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Have a good one. You too.